Bring it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. No one got to stay in the way. He's going to take it to the house. 85 yards. Down the right side going. Devin Smith got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh, and Graham for the touchdown. Kraft shoots it high on the right for three. This is the Buckeye Show. Yes, it is. What's going on, Buckeye fans? That was a rough one last night as the Buckeyes took it on the chin, 78-70 to to the, at the time, the 8-21 and Nebraska Cornhuskers who came into the shot and really just pushed them around. Pushed them around early and often. I never really thought at any point in time, even when that second half started, that there was going to be a run that Ohio State was going to be able to dig down and find something in themselves to win that game. I'm Timmy Hall. I hope you're having a great one. Our guy Bodie is back there running things. And let me tell you guys, it's going to be rough because we're going to talk about this basketball team and what's happening here late in the season. But we do have prizes falling from the skies, as I tweeted out. After we do this opening segment, you will have a chance to win something Every step of the way. Buckeye leaves. That'll be coming up. And you're going to get a chance at the $100 Moo Moo Express car wash bucket. We have a Mountain Dew Spark prize pack to give away. And we do have Ohio State basketball tickets. Despite how things are and feel right now, you still have two really big home games coming up against Michigan State and Michigan. All right, I'm done with that for now. I got to bring in my guy. Our co-host tonight is Tyvis Powell, everybody. What's up, man? Ah, Timmy. Timothy. Hi, bud. How's it going? Well, I have been waiting to hear from (laughs) Mr. Positivity, the guy who smiles through the radio Dude, what do you, what can you say positive about that performance last night or these last two games where this basketball team is, man? And where, where do you think they're going right now? Well, to be on a positive note, you know, I would say <laughs> that <laughs> I would say that, you know, they're getting their losses out the way early. You know, it's it's really showing them that you have to come in and you have to be able to perform each and every night, which is what March Madness so happens to be. You know, with all these teams, you know, with the former years past like last year, you know, they come in and you know they're a two seed, they go against a fifteen seed, and you know, they probably took them kinda lightly and boom, what happened? They got upset. So now they going through that now at this stage, you know, they they think they're the big bad Ohio State. We got a couple of wins. We're ranked, and now they're going against these two unranked teams that haven't really been doing so hot. And they went in there, and went lightly on them, and boom, you see what happens. So the good news is that they're learning at a very it's not it's not early, you know, it's pretty late in the season, but they're learning right now. It's better to lose now than in March. That's right there is the most positive thing I can say out of this, Timothy. Yeah, have uh, have you ever been here when we've talked to Stephen Means, our our buddy from the Plain Dealer who covers football and basketball cuz I had him on Buckeye Roundtable this week and he said something that like the basketball fan in me at my core kind of regurgitates at it but he was almost saying like you'd like to win you know two or three of these games down the stretch and then maybe bow out in the first round of the big 10 conference tournament you know (laughs) i (laughs) i I know what the thought process is though he's trying to think of what could be best knowing the team that we have here that's kind of jekyll and hyde it's not he's not going out there and saying yeah the goal is to go out and lose a basketball game but clearly if you're choosing you know, winning a couple games in the Big Ten tournament without winning the title there and cutting the nets down, you would trade that in for a sweet 16 run right now, and you would do it 
with bells on. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. I kind of catch his drift. You, you want to get something done at the end of March, talking about the big dance, the NCAA tournament above all. Yes, I mean, you could, listen. I think the key, the guys are a little fatigued. You know, they're you know they had the makeup game, and you know they playing a couple of games, so it's you know, their body's kind of not used to it. So they're getting that going, which is a good practice run for the March Madness tournament to be actually. So You're right. it's actually good that it's actually happening. You know, they 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 getting it early, some experience early. Um, I actually don't disagree with them. You know, I, if you're I feel like last year, you know, they went in, they went in all the way to the final, and I think they lost to Illinois for the Big Ten championship last year. Overtime, and then they, yeah, and then they bowed, and they lost in the first round. They kind of was probably fatigued from all that. So, you know, I give the guys a chance to rest. You know, it, it isn't the Big Ten championship is not as important as the national championship. So. I mean, if that's where I'm going to go with it, then I, I, I would go ahead and loot, win a couple of games in the Big Ten Championship and lose, too, and go ahead and get ready for, you know, this 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 championship run that they're about to make. They're going to shock the world, Tim. They're really going to shock the world. Oh, boy. Are, are you... Are you serious with that right now? Because, Tyvis, I feel, like my, I feel like one of my goals needs to be, when I have you on these shows, is can I... Can I just get you to fly off the handle and be truly mad and upset with something? Even in things that don't really affect our daily lives because we don't play on that team, but they they do affect us because we love them. And we're, this is how sports fans are. We can be a little bit emotional and a little bit irrational at times, and that's all well and good. I mean, that's what yeah. that's what social media is for, right? It's a cesspool. Yeah. It's some, some of it's pretty bad, but... You know, when you're on that team and you're a highly paid coach, sometimes you do have to probably stay away from that. Listen, Tim, I told you a long time ago when I was about a, a sophomore at Ohio State, Luke Fickle stood up in the middle of a, a defensive team meeting and he okay. said, listen, he said, listen, guys, listen, take this criticism, but don't take it to the heart and never take a compliment to the head, you know? And ever since he said that, it's just like I'm been level-headed. You know, you can't you you look at this you look at this Ohio State basketball team and we could be critical we could be critical of we could say oh yeah you know they look like an early exit team you know the way they're playing or we could say ah you know it's they're trying to get their legs back up under them they're getting chemistry you know they got a couple of guys out they're still trying to figure out a rotation you know it's still early it's not the tournament you know at least they're getting their losses out now and not in the tournament you can look at it at a positive standpoint you know. It's nothing good that comes when you really criticize people. It's nothing really ever really shows that you people tend to fold their cards when they when they get criticism. So to me, I like to praise people, you know, and always keep a positive outlook because I think that's how you get the best out of people is if you, you I, give a positive outlook. Tyvis, I I know that's you. All right. <laughs> I do. I do. I know that's you. Credit to you for being like that. You got to be who you are. And trust, trust me, I think for all of our listeners here, I, I think I think you guys in the audience have wanted me to be a little bit more critical and take a couple more, you know, useful shots at this team when they're not fulfilling. I am a I think I am a very level headed basketball fan. I I understand how the sport works. I understand how it's not anything like college football. And even when you compare the programs, we talked about this before the show. It's not really fair to 
throw the Ohio State hat on, especially if you're not paying attention to the basketball team until, what, January or early February? And I'm not saying that that's everybody. There are, there are great Buckeye basketball fans that go early, that show up at the shot. And even I'm not even saying you have to go to every single game or you're not a quality fan. Life doesn't work that way. we got jobs. We've got schedules. If you can get out to a game or two a season, that's great. But it's, it's not the football program, you know? Ohio State football would be like Duke, Kansas, and Kentucky in a college basketball sense, right? So try to pick a program that's more in the 15 to 25, and that's what Ohio State basketball would be if you're talking about how we just show up on the block and then try to recruit you know, the top 20 players in America instead of trying to get you know, maybe a top 50 every two or three recruiting classes. And shoot, look at the recruiting class that's coming up. Like when we talk about some of the questions where everybody's getting – you know, wanting to, to heat the seat up on Chris Holtman, which, by the way, there's 35, 40 minutes of a podcast that is all related to that. We had a mailbag session going on. Tyvis, you should listen to it, too. When we're done here, it was me and Colin, my buddy from the Mad About Hoops podcast, and it's in the Buckeye Show's feed. So when you're done tonight, there's a special one in there. But I'm, I'm with the fan base now where... It's okay to be a little upset and a little frustrated and a little bit critical of these guys. It's not all rainbows and butterflies at the moment with this basketball team. Tyvis, that was an 8-21 and 21 team. We can say all this about, yes, and, and I've said it before, too. Certain Big Ten teams are going to have a certain baseline of talent. Anybody can get got on a certain night. But you can't have that performance against Maryland and then back it up when you're home against Nebraska. And all these other teams are dealing with the schedule issues late in the season, too. So so let me ask you this, Tim. I understand your your frustration, and I, I get that. So let's say they come out here these next two games and just completely dominate the game. Well, that's great. Right? That counts. Uh, There's season uh, okay. left. There's season <laughs> so, left. So this is the this is the point I'm making is that you know these two teams historically they are actually a great basketball program with the team up north in Michigan State. Of like course, you, you, you don't. I don't think the Hope man needs to go in there and give a huge motivational speech for that game. I think the players kind of know what they need to do because of who they're playing. That's what I. That's me being a former athlete. Uh, not a former. I'm, I'm still an athlete, but me being an athlete. That's kind of <laughs> how are. it goes. Yeah. You know, you you don't have to get up. So I think the test comes when we see how they play with these next two games because the competi- they know they have to play well. They know they're coming off of two terrible losses, and they have to come back and bounce back and have some motivation going into at least the Big Ten tournament. You know, So I, like I say, I, the learning lesson for them is that you cannot take anybody lightly. It doesn't matter what their record is. When they play the Ohio State Buckeyes, they're going to play lights out, and you have to be ready for that, and I think they learned that these last two games. Well, but if if people missed it last night, what you said there about how nothing should need to be done to get up for Michigan State and Michigan, right? Especially after the performance that you had. You could have said the same thing about you shouldn't have had to get these guys up to beat Nebraska last night. And again, while we're throwing, facts are facts, right? We know Zed and then Kyle Young was not there. Roster-wise, things finally did get dire. I think if it was a different opponent and... This it just it sucks how it worked out, right? Nebraska got hot. They whooped up on Penn State. They played with some confidence. They were more healthy. Bryce McGowan's 
almost felt like he took the Freshman of the Year award right out of Malachi Branham's hands last night with how he played. It's just the way it worked out. But there were some comments and just the tone of the press conference last night from Chris Holtman. I want to get a couple clips of those when we have our guy Dave Holmes in at about 633 because he was there. He was covering it. He was in the room. Got the feel, the mood, and the tone, and then just the way some of it sounded about you know where their defense is, where their offense is, just if they think they can get the confidence back to finish this stretch, if things are finally starting to get to them. There was a lot of that there, but we do. I do think it's a good time to point out how we know as the listeners when we conduct this show, football, men's basketball, they're going to win out, but... A lot of good things were going on around the block. Oh, even a championship was won here recently. So when you think about your Buckeye leaves, start thinking about them. Make the best case for it. You can win yourself a $100 Moomoo Express wash bucket. Just got to call us right now. 614-821-9710. We're going to hand out some Buckeye leaves next. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. All the dumb things we say are on demand when you want them. Just utilize the computer chip we've implanted into your brain. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. It's time to hand out some Buckeye leaves. Yes, it is. I'm Timmy Hall. He's Tyvis Powell. Timmy and Tyvis tonight on the Buckeye Show. And we'll give you some time to get the calls. And I see a couple of you up on the board already. 614-821-9710. Tyvis, will start off here with Chad. I think Chad wants to be like you, man, and bring some positivity into the mix. You'll like that, Tyvis. What's up, Chad? Hey, what's going on? How are you? I Hand out like a leaf, man. I'd like to give mine to the Buckeye basketball team for being so strong last couple of days and going on forward with all these teams or all these games coming up. I just wish they finish out strong in the way they should. Okay. Thanks a lot, Chad. Again, uh, 614-821-9710. While we're waiting on some more, Tyvis, I, I definitely, definitely got to throw one out to my guy, Kevin McGuff, and... Every single player, everyone involved, everyone on the coaching staff, every single player on this Ohio State women's basketball team. You talk about adversity. They lost Madison Green, who's going to be a good player for them. And even then, I think they were picked to finish around fifth in the Big Ten this year. And to just stay at it and stay at it. And it was a team that just got a little bit better and a little bit stronger and a little bit tougher as the year went on. And they had some of their great defensive performances here in the last third of the season. I was in the building for one of them when they just, and Wisconsin's not very good, but they took a not very good Wisconsin team and they shut them down and barely let them score 38 points in the basketball game. It was things like that. And then they beat Michigan State and they got the assist from Iowa beating Michigan and they won the championship. And I'm telling you guys, I've said it again and again. If you haven't had a chance to see JC Sheldon and Taylor Mike Sell play basketball, they are legit. They're very good. So, Tyvis, I don't know if you got any you want to hand out, but that, that's that's big for me. Ohio State women's basketball. That Ty- actually is a great one. All right. I- uh, you know, I, 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 I can you hear me? I kill. I could. I thought I lost you Hello? for a second, man. The delay was a little strong. Uh, okay. Okay, I was about to say that. Oh, no, I can't. All right, but mine was, I think it was, I can't remember who they were playing. This was like maybe been like a week or two ago, but the Ohio State men's tennis team 
actually was out there balling, and they ended up upsetting like the number one or number two. T- I can't remember who it was, but I seen it, and I was like, man, that is actually amazing. So shout out to the Ohio State men's tennis team. You know what? I I do remember looking into that when I was getting ready for Buckeye Roundtable things, and I think what you remembered was them beating the number one team in the country, Tennessee. They swept them. Tennessee. Yeah, they swept them. And they followed that. That was a Friday. They finished the weekend on a Sunday against number six, Virginia. And then they went on to the next week and beat number 10, Kentucky. And then number six, Wake Forest. They They had a ridiculous stretch. Yeah. They're insane. They, they, yeah, they. Yes, so they get my Buckeye lead. Shout out to the – go Buckeyes, man. Just go Bucks. There you go. Let's go back to the phone see who else we got here. Cody, this one's interesting. Go ahead, my man. What do you got? Hand out a leaf. Uh, so my leaf is going to be for the uh, Ohio lawmakers who are fighting the uh, all-knowing NCAA to get our uh, vacated wins back for our football team. Um, I just feel like, like they're right. Uh, Ohio State does get judged – way different than a lot of other teams in our conference. And, you know, I think it's time we we give our guys back their wins. Appreciate it, Cody. And, uh, Tyvis, we could have a long, long discussion about what should <laughs> happen for punishments, you know? How do you sort out punishments and make sure that you are hurting the people that actually did the crime, if you know what I'm talking about. But that's a good one. Thank you for the call there, Cody. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Jacob. You're on the Buckeye Show. Toss out a leaf. Yeah, I definitely have to give my leaf out to the uh, girls' Buckeye swim team. They uh, took another Big Ten championship last week. That's definitely the way to go. Mm. Thank you very go much, Bucks. Jacob. Yeah, go box. Good job by the women's swim team there. Let's go to uh, Nick. Yep. I uh, actually just talked to Nadine Muzzerall on last week's Buckeye Roundtable as well. She was awesome. Actually, a neighbor of T-Bone. Their uh, families hang out, if you could imagine that. So, uh, Nick, go ahead. Um, OSU women's hockey, they have multiple, I think it's three-plus of their ladies with 100-plus goals, career goals, um, and they're ranked in, like, the top ten They're ranked for, like, second. three years in a row. Yeah, they're ranked second awesome. right now. Yeah. No, oh, I appreciate that, Nick. They're, uh, they're fantastic. They're awesome, and... They took down St. Cloud State in their conference quarterfinals, which, you know, they, Tyvis, everyone knew they were going to probably win that one and go on, but they won by a combined score of 9 nothing in the two games. So they didn't need the oh, third. This is... Yeah, they take on Wisconsin on Saturday, March 5th, up at Ritter Arena in Minneapolis, which I think is the first ever women's hockey-specific arena ever built in uh, the States. That is nice. So this is a back-to-back. We're showing a lot of love to women. You know, it is it is Women Appreciation Month. And you got the swim team and you got the hockey team. Yeah, and this, the basketball man. team, too. Yeah. And, and the basketball team. Man, women are. They really doing it. They get this it is, done. This is a, it's cool to see, man. It's really you love to see it. Hey, man. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Chad, go ahead. Uh, I don't think I got to you yet. Hand out a leaf. Yo, Chad, you there? You guys actually already got to me. Oh, oh God, I'm so sorry about that. We did. Tim is the last one then. Tim, finish it up, buddy. Hand out the Buckeye Leaf. My apologies there. Uh, Chris Holton. 
for being so classy and then not being like Juan Howard. <laughs> All right. He's so classy with the defeat. All right. Appreciate that, Tim. All right, Tyvis. So you had Cody, the the ones that are still up there. I think we saw one drop off there. I don't know why. You, had, you got a chance to win something. You got to stay on the line after you give out the Buckeye Leaf. Cody with the Ohio Lawmakers. You had Chad for men's basketball saying he believes, hopes they bounce back. Tim with what he said about Chris Holtman and then Nick there for Ohio State women's hockey. I'm going with the women's hockey. I mean, it's it's only right. You know, that's I have 100 career goals. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, that is amazing. So definitely women's hockey. All right, Nick, you got it, my man. Good for you. You got yourself the $100 Moomoo Express car washed gift card and pail. It's got the cleaning supplies. It's an overall value north of 120 bucks, and you can enjoy a fast, fun, eco-friendly wash experience at any 17 Central Ohio Moomoo locations. Just don't forget, you can wash all you want at any Moomoo with the Unlimited Wash Club. It starts at $15.99 a month. And remember, clean your hands and your car. For locations and hours, visit MooMooCarWash.com. Uh, along the lines of what... What Tim just said there about Chris Holtman, there's something, there's a, there's a clip from the press conference from yesterday that you will want to hear. And I was back here in the studio doing postgame, but Dave ventured out to the shot. He was in the room for that presser. He covered the, the game. We'll get his take on where things are with the Hoops program when we say what up, Holmes, to our guy Dave Holmes at 10TV. That's next. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. Matty Ice has a large tattoo on his calf of LeBron eating a lion. I have nothing else to say. Rothman and Ice. Weekdays from noon to 3. The Fan. A man so professional, he wears a suit to a radio interview. He's 10TV's Dave Holmes. Yes, he is. He's our guy. Timmy and Tyvis, and now Dave Holmes saunters in. Let me uh, start with one, Dave. From first, First of all... I, I want you to say something at the beginning of the segment because I'm going to use it later on for maybe uh, I won't even tell you what it's for, but why don't you give me your <laughs> your favorite sports card that you own? What is your favorite sports card? My favorite sports card is a Michael Jordan rookie. Wow, that's a good mm. one. That's, 86 that clear. I was actually, I was telling my wife about you and the 86 Jordan rookie last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to bend her ear on how the card trade works and how the investments work I've with got, it. I've got a Sandy Koufax rookie, which is also near the top of my list because that was my dad's favorite player. So there's a little nostalgia there for a father-son baseball thing. So those are probably my two favorite. Okay. He took the Jordan, Tyvis. You see how he took That's a Jordan a- card and not a LeBron card there? Just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got a LeBron rookie and they, they, they've done pretty well. They, they, they'd be crushed during the pandemic. But to me, yeah, I, I grew up during the Jordan era. So as much as I, I I'm, appreciate LeBron for bringing me the only Northeast Ohio championship of my lifetime because I'm from Northeast Ohio and from the Akron-Canton area, I still, you know, Jordan rookie to me, it's not even close. Especially financially. Timothy, I am a. I want to let you know that I am a Jordan guy over LeBron. Let's just get that clear. But I do believe Giannis is the greatest of all time. But anyway, that's, not, that's nothing to do. With, that's nothing to do with anything. Listen, listen. Forget what I just said. Anyways, my question. I will forget. I promise. It's forgotten. Listen, listen. So, so wait a minute. So, so Giannis ain't dominating the game of basketball. Well, that, that's a huge pivot from okay. your previous okay. statement. Uh, yeah, so, he's really okay. freaking good. Okay. Yeah, he won that's the all, title. That's all I needed to know. That's, so. 
wait, wait a minute. Giannis scores. He can, everybody criticized him and said he can't shoot. Guess what no, I no, see no, no, when no. I watch no, him? No, like, we're not. Traying no. up. Yeah. He was traying up. Did threes. you see how Tyvis, <laughs> one minute he says Giannis is the greatest of all time, then the next moment he's like, isn't he? did I not say he's a top 10 Greek player of all time? Did I <laughs> not it. say he's one of the top 10 Greeks in the history of the league? Listen, Dave, my question for you is, it's actually a two-parter question. It has nothing to do with the main topic that we're going to get into. One. Go for it. Uh, how do, who do I talk to about getting my intro music like yours? That's one. <laughs> two. And two, are you actually currently wearing a suit right now? Okay, so to answer the first part, that was part of my demand. This gig pays zero dollars. <laughs> so I said, at least give me a sweet Sweet entrance theme, and I said, give me anything produced by Dre, and that's what Tim came up with. Two, am I currently wearing a suit? Of course, yes. that's what the intro song says. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, obviously I am. I, I checked I the studio. I are there any cameras that are on live right now? No, they, no of course I'm wearing a suit. We I wouldn't mean, lie it, in the entrance. It's, it's a suit painted on a wrestling t-shirt, <laughs> but <laughs> it looks like an homage WWE Royal Rumble t-shirt, if you must ask. <laughs> yeah. But when we made the theme song, I actually did do it in a suit. That was a different time, and now you know I'm not anchoring at 6.30 on Wednesdays. Dom is, so yeah, now I'm more laid back, but I used to do this in a suit, yes. All right, I, I want you guys to to both listen to this comment from Chris Holtman. We're coming off of the disastrous loss to Nebraska, and I saw it ratings-wise, I don't know if you saw the same thing, with the net rankings, or if I can't remember if it was the Ken Palmer RPI, it's the uh, lowest rated team to come into the shot and win since Florida Atlantic the Owls. Oh, wow. Do you remember that in the yeah. late in the Thad era where yeah. it was finally you saw, okay, we lost a bye game yeah. now. Yeah. Something's happening. But here was Chris Holtman. He uh, stepped up and he was taking some blame for this one last night. You know, the facts are the facts. And the facts are we're, we're, we're not guarding people right now. And it's bled into our offense. And we didn't play together offensively. We pressed too much offensively tonight. So until we fix those things, um, you know, we're going to have some of the same results. And um, that's the only thing in front of us right now. That's the schedule will come. Um, these are disappointing losses. Put them on me. Um, I'm sure that'll be the case anyway. So, bottom line is, I think we have to find a way to we have to find a way to be better in those areas. You know, I've I've watched two different people now listen to that exact clip, and you make like a an eye movement or a facial expression <laughs> when it gets to that part. Five seconds to go in that clip. Yeah. About the blame and the, I'm sure that's going to be the case anyway. Well, he's and right about that. Where where <laughs> were we going with that one? You know, Dave, what were your your thoughts? Okay, on so that? biases up front. I love Chris Holtman. I think he's the nicest guy, one of my favorite coaches ever. So I'm going to throw that on the table. I love Chris Holtman, the guy. So uh, now that said, we're allowed to be critical at this stage because there's a lot of things to criticize with back to back ugly losses against cellar dwellers in the Big Ten. This was an all-time bad loss. You're a 15-point favorite, and you lose by eight. That's terrible. We can make a lot of excuses, mainly injury-related. This team is beat up right now. Kyle Young, Zed Key, all sorts of issues. You still had the two best players on the floor in Malachi Branham and, and EJ Liddell, and that should be enough to beat a 2-16 and 16 conference Nebraska team. So I think injuries are out as an excuse. Chris Holtman doesn't normally go there, Tim, and I think that's why it made my eyebrows go up a tad because it's kind of the first time I hear Chris Holtman's outward frustration. And the other thing I listened to, I was in the, the room when, when he had that newser last night. The other thing that really made me sit up was... Buy-in. Yeah, there it is. 
Two or three key About phrases. Defense. Yep. Buy in. Keywords. Alarm words. Group together. Yeah. And we'll see if these guys can group together if they can, mm. quote, buy in. When you hear those phrases, those phrases make you think there's something a little bit rift behind the scenes. That That's when I hear those phrases. When I think it's the end of the season, two regular season games left, and we're talking about buying in the first week of March, that's not good to me. Yeah, that is. I, I tell you what. Well, if that's the case, how do you go about fixing it? Like, if you're hmm. if you was Chris Holtman and you got these last two games, which is two big games, what do you do differently to to try to get these kids to play and try to get these two wins? You know, that question was literally asked to him almost word for word, which is this late in the season. How so are you saying fi- I should be an interviewer? I'm saying you saying. can do anything you want to, Titus. You just can't have my Dr. Dre theme song. Uh, no, I mean, so I'm saying that I was asked of Holtman. He basically just said, you know, quote, well, we'll see. We'll see. He, he almost admitted that, you know, at some point, Bill Parcell style, you are what your record says you are. And at some point, you just look around and say, we're not a good defensive team. Uh, they really struggle on defense. And yeah, I get it. Part of that is health, of course. But a lot of it's effort. I mean, the guys who are on the court who are healthy need to give better effort and play you know, better rotational defense. They need to help each other better. You kind of have five individuals out there on defense. So Holtman's got to go back to the well quickly. He has to sell the urgency of the moment. I think the, the easiest thing you can sell in college basketball, not like football, not like if you lose a couple games in football, we'd say season over, we'll see you at the Outback Bowl. In basketball, he can sell the fact that all we have to do is be at our best for two or three weeks and magic happens. And I think that's the selling point to the team is if we can get it together now, guys, it doesn't matter at the end of the day if we're a four, a five or six or a seven. If we can play really well for a couple of weekends, we can go down in history. I want to I want to go back and Dave Holmes from 10 TV, our anchor, our sports anchor is in here with us on the Buckeye show to the comment there and just give my two cents about that. I I feel for him because coaches do social media is so rampant right now. Yeah. And you almost as a coach you got to be dialed into that because recruiting. Like you've got to yeah. be you got to be hip with the crowd and what you're recruiting these days and be you got to know the kids that you're going to coach, right? And yeah. adapt adapt with the time. So he's in on that. It was it was a human moment right there for coach Holtman. And for about three seconds, it got away from him where he felt it, you know? Mm-hmm. it. He felt it. He understands, you know, what's being said, what the fan base is saying, how it's getting hotter and hotter. And look, I just, I haven't been with anybody that's wanted to talk about his job just yet. I just haven't been there yet. We we, we can sit here and be critical, like you just said. Really. And I, I can't echo what you said enough. I have never in my career dealt with, with a more pleasant guy. Yeah, he's a great dude. And I also, I don't don't take that as far as, oh, nice guys don't win, you know, because it's <laughs> not like that. It's, it's not what I mean. I mean, he can compartmentalize how he treats people off the court and just what kind of human being he is and the things he would do for somebody and the way he treats his players and treats his, his assistant coaches and how everything's like a family there. It's... It's one side there where I can't echo that enough, but we could talk about some of these late season stretches and the stagnant offense and how they don't defend. What you said about defense, they, they the numbers are they're not uh, a good defensive team. No, metrically they're terrible. And they just they, they had guards. Yeah, Tyvis, go ahead, man. They had guards you, out there. You, and they couldn't keep guys in front of them. Yeah. 
Listen, you cannot win championships without defense. I'm I'm about sick of this no. narrative. This new generation, you know what? I, and I feel old. There's <laughs> something wrong with this new generation where they want to just go with the great offense and think that they ain't got to play defense. And I guess I might be biased because I'm a defensive player, but that don't work. You had to be able to play defense at least because if they don't score, they can't win. That's my always going to be yeah. my theory and my motto till the day I go in the grave. The best thing about defense is it always travels. It always fits in the carry-on, man. I mean, when you have your off night, and they will have them. E.J. Liddell played really well. I mean, he showed up last night. Oh, my God. He, he yeah, showed he up did. large. But there's going to be a game maybe down the stretch. I mean, we look at what happened to Dwayne last year, right? You look at what happened to Dwayne Washington last year, who was killer for most of the season and picked a really bad night to have his worst game of the year, and you couldn't survive it. I mean, and that's that's the problem. If you play good defense, you can survive those off nights. But right now, the Buckeyes have to shoot 50% to win a game. Hey, 1 out of 10 confidence in tomorrow's game. Sparty, they got ripped by Michigan. They're, They're tired. Did. I know. So both teams are going to be angry. <laughs> both teams are going to be tired. My confidence in Ohio State winning that game is at a 4 to 5. Ooh. I can't go high enough. <laughs> Dude, Maryland, hey, Maryland, well, hey. Nebraska, what do you want? Hey, it's what, where we are. You want me, you want me to go? Y'all, I, that's absurd, Dave. I cannot believe that you just said that. I, I'm that, that absurd, though. Tyvis, I already but, lied to you about wearing a suit. I can't lie to you about my confidence now. I'm not going to lie twice that in is the a, That's I, a 50-50 wait, game at best wait a minute. right now. Yeah. Come on. You said out of 10, what are they going to do to win the game? No, you said, I, my confidence. My confidence that they win it, meaning if you made me 50-50 game. You're 100%. 100% 10. You, be- 100. Then you know what? I, I, you better I'll take drive. It to the bank. You better, then you can take it to the bank. You drive to the Indiana State line tonight and make a legal wager. If you're 100% confident, put that money I'll tell where you, your listen. mouth is. If anybody is listening to me and y'all close to the line, go bet on it. I'm telling you. <laughs> They are going to, and they go. I'm, I'm, how about this? It's going to be a double digit win. How about oh my that? Bet the, right, I'm going there. All right, I gotta, I gotta I'm go. going. You heard it here I first. Go. I love it. I, I love it. Tyvis, you just, there's one more guy that's going to walk away from this thing pissed off about your positivity, all right? So here, that's what you, you've accomplished to do that uh, to one more guy here. By the way, though, since we're talking about it, all that's been said, the 50 50 game, whatever it is, it's a 100% win for Tyvis. If you. Call in right now, 614-821-9710. Tell my producer, Bodie, what Dave Holmes' favorite sports card is. Mm. You are going to get a pair of tickets to the Ohio State-Michigan State basketball game tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at the shot. So there it is. And Dave Holmes, thank you so much, my man. Hey, thanks, guys. Yep, good stuff. As we come back here, we started this conversation last week. Several Buckeyes are involved, but Tyvis has been asking himself a certain question about the event as a whole and talking about the combine. We'll fill you in next. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. The offseason is a myth. Serving you 24 hours a day, seven days a week to feed your sports addiction. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Where every segment is another Buckeye surprise. You've got the Buckeye Show. Timmy and Tyvis here with you. You know, uh, Tyvis, I'm going to give away one more thing. I said at the start of the show, (laughs) prizes were going to fall from the heavens here. It's a, it's a tough go of it this week, but uh, we got good stuff for you here on the Buckeye Show. Right now, I, uh, I'm going to hook up a, a lucky person with a Mountain Dew Spark prize pack. Mm. 
Mm-mm. If you haven't had that drink, you got to try it, man. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. This innovation takes the highly popular flavor of raspberry lemonade and gives it a bold and refreshing twist that only do can deliver. I've been living the do lifestyle since I was eight years old, man. I've never looked back. <laughs> Code Red came out, changed my world. Changed That's my world. Sitting there with my PlayStation and my Code Red. <laughs> Going nuts. So, uh, 821-9710. 614-821-9710. Tell me the other card that Dave Holmes was referencing next to the Michael Jordan rookie. It was a baseball player. It was his dad's guy, he said. First one to get that answer to Bodie. You got it. Hey, uh, before uh, before I, I give you the floor on the combine and why you don't think it's necessary anymore, I had to say one more thing about that clip that we were talking about with Chris Holtman back there. I... I th- I just want to point out and you can you can criticize him for saying that I just think everybody everybody in life has felt that way before where you will say well it's it's all my fault anyway you know I I can't do anything right I think it's authentic of him to say that everyone has felt that way before when you're working so hard you're working tirelessly and it's still not going right and you're you're hearing the pressure you're feeling it and you're you're feeling the heat and it just got away. He's never done that before, you know? He's never yeah. let something like that slip out before. And we've heard him take blame. And I believe it, too. And I, I think he believes it. He knows that it comes with the territory. When you get paid a lot of money to be a head basketball coach in the Big Ten, you know it comes with him. I'm just willing to give him a pass on that that comment because I saw him on social media just getting beaten up for that. Like, he's not stepping up to the plate, not taking responsibility. I think he does. I think he's... Told us, told us that in press conferences time and time again. Even thinking back to the Oral Roberts loss last year, you know, which I think is a big thing that started us to get where we are, which is why there's so much more noise because they had the first round exit with a two seed last year. And that's just, that's, it sucks, but it's, it's the way it is. I'm rooting for him, but it's, it's interesting right now. But anyway, man, NFL combine to finish up the show. Do we need this thing anymore? I'm te- listen, Tim. So, as a player that's been through it, it's it's a lot of hardships that's in there. You know, you're tired, uh, you're getting pulled, you got all these meetings, and then you got to find a way to get get amped up and do these drills and perform for in front of everybody. You know, all 32 teams is watching with their scouts. And after watching last year, you know, they didn't have the combine last year due to the pandemic. So everybody just waited until they got to their pro day, which typically if you're not that great at an event, you typically want to run it at pro day because it gives yourself a little bit more to train and you're on your home turf. So you kind of know it. And it's like it's not a foreign thing to you. Yeah. So the, that's why you seen everybody ripping off these four threes last year. It was ridiculous. The times that they all it, you know how hard it is to run a four three. It was like a hundred of them last pretty year. Pretty freaking so hard. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I so can't do a six three. So my, pretty hard. So my thought is, if they were able to do it last year at their pro days, and these players turned out to be some pretty good prospects, you know, they came to the NFL and they was really good. Is there really a need for the combine? Can't you just do it at pro day? What's the point? And plus, on top of that, you see all these higher-profile players. Now they're I'm not participating in drills. I'm not throwing at the combine. I'm doing it at pro day. So if everybody's going to start doing that, don't you think it's in, in the future it's going to be like, well, what the heck do we need to come to the combine for? I think you're a million percent on to something, Tyvis. I, 
I can't wait to do another show with you when that happens. And tomorrow I'm going to be here getting people ready for the Michigan State game, which you say is a 100% win. So, listen, yeah. If I'm lying, I'm flying. If I'm lying, I'm flying, Tim. I'm just telling you. Watch. Double, double digit win. And when, y'all, when oh, it happens, just, I, yeah. don't worry. Just send, me a, just send me a text message. I ain't even, you know, I'm, I ain't even going to respond. I'm going to just laugh at it. You're going to take some of the tweets. You're going to take some of the bad <laughs> tweets on social media. They're coming for you now. Hey, well, l- listen, they're going to blame me anyway. <laughs> all right, there you go. Tyvis, good stuff, my man. We'll do it soon. All right, good stuff, buddy. Hey, the inside edge is surely going to be talking about Patrick Line and how ridiculous this guy is right now. What a feared shot. You got hockey from 7 to 8. More Buckeye coverage today with the 11 Warriors Radio Hour. And after that, a little thing called You'll See. It's all ahead on the fan. If you're looking for the radio home of the crew, you've come to the right place. Because if we weren't, this promo would be very stupid. Proud to be your crew station, the fan. Ride like a champion this season and take Coda to your next game. For the last two consecutive years, Coda has earned the title a 